Welcome back to It Tells the Two Bros. I am Angel. And I am Adon. And this is our marvelous review of Black Widow. Oh, that's the wrong character. <laughs> All right. Okay, so how you doing, bro? It's been a while. I've been good. Uh, it's been a little bit of a hiatus. Right. We spent some time together during the July 4th weekend. Smoked some stogies at this great place in your neck of the woods in Tampa, Florida. Actually, Lutz, Florida. Mm -hmm. The Cigar International Superstore. Now, it sounds like a just a regular store, but guys, if you're ever in Tampa or Lutz, to be exact, check out that place. It's a great place to have some a smoke and a drink and unwind. You will not be disappointed. But back to the task at hand. Now, Black Widow, it debuted on July 9th, 2021. Originally, it should have been done around, it came out early 2020. Correct me if I'm wrong. It, it, that's about right, because it was supposed to come out after Endgame. Uh, and uh, Spider-Man? So, yeah, it was, so it was mm -hmm. supposed to be the next lined up uh, movie to go. That's around the time frame that we were looking at. And then mm -hmm. everything just started getting pushed back further and further. Further. due to the shutdowns and coming into this how did you approach it i got to see it actually as a sneak preview i, I mm -hmm. went to saw it in the theaters which i was excited for i was pleasantly pleased there were moments of disappointment for me i just finished watching so i'm kind of like on that high and lows because i did like some aspects of it and some aspects i was like really but overall a lot better than i anticipated mm-hmm Reason being, I thought, like, why is this story being told? Is it needed? Does it fill any plot holes? Or are we going to get stories of Budapest? Or how she says it in this, Budapest. Oh, by the way, spoiler alert. So we'll, we'll be talking about some stuff on about the movie. So if you have not seen it yet, perhaps press pause, watch the movie for yourself, and then come back. So yes, I thought we were going to talk about Budapest, a little more backstory on her but that was not really the case. They gave a little bit of it, they touched it, and then just went right by it. This movie is clicked at two hours and 14 minutes, just shy of 14 minutes, actually. But with the credits, you take that out, and yes, there is an end credit scene. You're looking about two hours and seven minutes. That's what you got right there. Give or take, yeah. Okay. Some great action scenes, impressed at how this was pulled off, but... I think there could have been some things better. What about you? What was your overall take on this? Highlights with some negatives. So the mm -hmm. highlights were the action. Action, I thought was really good. Some of the story actually wasn't too bad. It, it was cliche at times for certain bits, but it was entertaining. I actually liked the cast. I uh, liked the, where they were focusing on and the central cast. I think that the part that hurt it the most for me was what they did the overall agenda and villain oh, overall agenda like the, the what do you whole, mean by that the whole plot point of like why she was trying to go back and do everything that's oh. the part that was kind of cliche like the who turned out to be the big bad what was the whole purpose of the big bad topple that with what we thought was going to be the main villain and how they mm -hmm. executed that Talk about that more because you're kind of talking vague. I think you're trying to do that because you want to not give too much spoilers. And I understand that, yeah. but speak, speak your mind, bro. Speak your mind. <clears throat> Taskmaster. 
and the one in charge of Taskmaster. Going into the trailers, you think is Taskmaster, mm-hmm. is the main mm-hmm. bad guy. But is it really this the one who was in charge of the Red Room when she was a little girl? She thought she killed him. Turns out he's still alive and he's still going through the, with the program. Idea is he wants to Manchurian candidate the Black Widows and overall take over the world. For me, what you were just saying, a Manchurian candidate, it just felt more in a sense of the Clone Wars, the Clone Troopers. Order 66. Order 66, yes, and they just do it because he was setting sleeper cells Mm -hmm. out across the country, uh, the world, actually. He was just being an evil genius, if you will, or a villain, as you would see in James Bond, which it felt like a lot. Yeah. That's the part that's kind of cliche in the sense that that's your goal of or domination. That's what I'm saying is cliche in that area. But it's just the execution of them is where it was starting to let him down. Because that's not necessarily a bad idea. But we've seen it. We've seen it. It, t- it takes place between Civil War, Infinity War. I thought it was ingenious. I'm kind of glad they did that. Yes. And that is good. Idea. I did like that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure what they were going to do with, it, with the Black Widow solo film. Make it a period piece like they did with Captain Marvel, like going way back. They kind of did. Mm-hmm. It starts off in 1995 in Ohio, seeing a young version of Natasha with her family. And we come to find out they're Russian spies, kind of like the show Americans, where Russians come in and they live in a midtown USA, but they're acting as Americans. And it was the same thing. We see that and then they're found out and then have to leave the U.S., and go back to their motherland in ways of through Cuba, which I found that kind of interesting there. You know, then they fast forward it, fast forward it to the time where we see Natasha being chased by Thunderbolt Ross because she violated the, the, the Scorpion, the Scorpion Accords. I'm saying it wrong, but they, yes, it's, you know, she violated that. So she's on the run. And I have a little nitpick. We'll try to go with that, but a little nitpick. Her hair is different. And that bothered me because her hair was short in end of Civil War. We see her, her hair is long. Supposedly, she just takes off the uniform that she just wore trying to take down Cap and his team. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's not right. Also, the young version, again, nitpicking here, the young version of her has a mole right on her right cheek. I was like, but okay, but Natasha doesn't, as an adult, wow, they took it off just to, for she can blend in. Anyway. We'll go back to that. But taking a uh, view of her past while still, quote unquote, being in the present. She reunites with her family, her fake family. And we find out that her and her younger, again, quote unquote, sister are part of a Black Widow program. They're sent out and the mother is a genetics specialist that can do the, oh, uh, the scene. Oh, I'm just remembering the scene with the pig. I was like, yeah, oh, I so sad. I well, well, that, even though, that comes even up later CGI, in the film. That comes up right, later in the film. Right. Even though that was CGI, I just, we, I just felt bad. I was like, dude, dude, he's freaking dying right there. So anyway, we get Budapest and I'm still confused. I don't, I really don't know. Do you know what happened in Budapest? Cause it was brought up so many times. What she mentioned in Budapest, and this is what I gathered in the movie, that's when she met Clint Hawkeye. Right. They teamed up together to take out the, the guy who was heading the Red Room, uh, Drakoff. And that's where she bombed his office with his daughter inside the office along with him. Uh, oh, okay. So, so that's the whole thing about Budapest. Uh, mm-hmm. 
how much action was actually in Budapest. Uh, because like when they quoted it in Avengers, uh, it, she made it sound like it's just like Budapest. And he's like, I remember that totally differently. When she says that, that was in Avengers and there's a freaking alien attack and there's a war zone. Mm -hmm. And all she did was bomb a building. I mean, there, I thought... there was uh, some things so like, what does that do in the apartment? And she goes, oh, that's arrows. So there may have been some action that happened, but they didn't mm -hmm. flash back to that. What, what could have been Hawkeye just killing time and shooting his arrows inside the, the apartment, whatever? Could be, too. The way it described it to me made me feel like, wow, that was like Born Identity. Budapest was Born Identity, and we didn't get to see the Budapest Born Identity. Missed opportunity. And I thought when she blew up the building, she looked very young as if like that's one of her early assignments, mm -hmm. even before she met Clint, even before transitioning to S.H.I.E.L.D. I thought it was like one of those first times, like that was the moment for her to give up that lifestyle and defect. Well, he was on the radio. Become, that was him on the radio? Mm-hmm. Okay, because I couldn't, yeah, okay, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure that was him. No, I thought it was just another, another agent. I don't know if it was like right, his well, voice. But it sounded like him. Well, there you go. I mean, I got to watch it again to make sure. And I will watch <laughs> it again. Like I said, the movie is about two hours and seven minutes long. There's a lot of action overall. And I clocked it in around roughly 45 minutes of action. Which is pretty good. So that's not. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. I thought it would have been, from what I've heard, a lot less. But and I counted some things that were like the escapes from them leaving the U.S. back to Russia. Even though it was not, nothing crazy, action was still done. It was a chase. There was guns fired. This film is a lot better to Captain Marvel. I have to agree with you on that. You said that to me before. Yes. And I like Captain Marvel. I, I do. I like it. I did not. I Well, I like Captain Marvel just because it was a different pace mm -hmm. of how the, the trajectory MCU was going. Killer after killer after killer. And then Captain Marvel, what they did was like it kind of pulled back. You know, not so fast paced. And I kind of like that, even though it broke the flow. Here, they kept with the flow more like an early MCU film. I felt like they were trying to go for another Winter Soldier. And they were a little bit shy of that execution. I don't know. I, well, they, they try. They failed. Because Winter Soldier is one of the best MCU films. Well, no, that's why I said they, they tried. Yeah, <laughs> but or one, of the, one the, of the best Captain America films. It's definitely one of the best Captain America films. So it's more of a spy film. They introduce characters from her past. They're trying to fight another organization uh, or criminal organization or spy. One of the villains is a character from her past that uh, she had ties to, maybe indirectly, but she felt guilt mm -hmm. for. Just like uh, Captain America had guilt over Bucky. She had uh, guilt over the uh, Taskmaster's character. And they both felt like uh, they were the cause for uh, both their yes. deaths. Yes, that relation. I can now I see it. There's a lot of ties uh, to that could connect how they were trying to do it. They just wanted to like let's make it more unique and more to her, which is fine. But again, it's just certain aspects of the execution is what took away from where they were trying to go for. So I could see it as. This is supposed to be Lady Winter Soldier 2.0, but some of the updates that they're doing is just didn't work. Mm -hmm. Now, let's talk about real quick some of the actors that were in this. We have Scarlett yes. Johansson reprising her role as the Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff. And then you have Rachel Wise playing the mother. Who I love. Or... I, I'm a fan of Rachel Wise. I like her a lot. Oh, she's good, too. And you know, she's 
I think she still is, if you can correct me if I'm wrong, but she's was married or still is to Daniel Craig, 007. I'm not sure. I don't follow relationships. <laughs> <laughs> we have Ray Winston playing the baddie, uh, Drekoff, and you have who is actually the Black Widow in the comics. Florence Pugh. Fantastic portrayal. I, I, I loved what oh, she, she did was with awesome. Her. And we have our man, David Harbour. He, for me, was a scene stealer. Yeah. Every time he was on, he was awesome. He just took that role, embraced it. In actuality, all the actors that were in this, I appreciate it more than Scarlett. Now, reason why, I've always had an issue with Scarlett as the Black Widow. Mm -hmm. And it has the only one thing to do. Her lack of her accent, not having a Russian accent. Everyone has an accent. Yes, they covered it up while they're in the U.S. Being all American, even the little girl. And you saw that when uh, the Red Crimson comes back home, he gets rid of that American accent and he starts talking back into that Russian accent. Same with the mother, Melina, the little one too. They all have Russian accents. But Scarlett's like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to play that. Now, people can, yes, they're going to argue, well, she just, you know, wants that back in her, in her past. She doesn't want to accept, you know, or but that, that, that could have past. been an easier write-off because of that. Like you said, people could make that argument, but they could easily put that, in, like, in that table scene where they're talking about, like, you're slouching, you're, you know, respect your mother, da-da-da-da-da-da. They could have easily said, like, you don't even, uh, you know, speak with your natural tongue or da da And she could have been like, that's because I don't want to be this. That could have been that moment. If she said that, I would have like, okay. But there's no tell of that. There's no, mm-hmm. like you said, no explanation. For me, in my mind, I read the comics. I read it when she was with Daredevil back in the day and when she was in the Avengers. Even in the Mighty Avengers, she had the accent in the, in the cartoon series. And you would think, I mean, I know, and other people can vouch, when you leave your home, say if you have a Western, a Western accent, and you come back home, and you're talking to your family and your friends, that accent that you tried to leave or get rid of comes back. Because why? Because you're just back into your element. You're back home. You're more comfortable. You're not watching how you stutter or what have you. Where her, she just stayed English. And that just bothers me to no end. Even when in Endgame, when she's about to fall to her death, she stays American. Mm-hmm. You would think like, you know, she'll just let go of that facade. That charade of covering her past and just let it go and just be Natasha instead of being the Black Widow. Does that make sense? Yeah. And like her final words, you mean like she just let herself have that accent. She doesn't have to have the entire like monologue or anything, just her final words, just that accent comes out. Right. I mean, I would appreciate that. It would just have that attachment to her past. Anyway, that's just one of my biggest gripes. Because we've seen Red Sparrow with uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. She's a spy. She kills, you know, and travels all over the world. But she has that Russian accent when she's not in character, when she's not in disguise. She has the accent. And I was like, that's how the Black Widow should be. But, you know, that's just, again, my opinion. You can love Scarlet, and that's great. That's all good. I respect it. It's just for me. Same. And it takes me and it takes me out. That being said, this is a good film overall is it the best one no but it's a good film it's definitely worth a watch or two mm-hmm. it's definitely worth that um i got my notes here i'm gonna look at my notes for you oh we also have also i forgot well 
yeah, we're bringing up, you know, Thunderbolt Ross. We said it, we mentioned him earlier. Yeah. He makes it a reprise role. Now on credits, we have Tony Stark making an appearance. I didn't see him. Did you? No, I didn't see Tony. I didn't see him, but he got he gets credit. He's just making that ka-ching. I guess he's um was it Tony so it was saying Tony Stark as an appearance? Yes. Maybe it was a flashback it, scene. Maybe and they cut him out. Maybe he's on the cutting room floor. Because they still have to give credit if they filmed them. On a, not on the film credits, but on on the net, if you will, mm. he's giving credit. Now, there are some greatly good scenes here. Did you have a favorite scene? The prison. Because for one, yes, we got the scene with the helicopter and the trailers and, and that mm -hmm. was there. But how they introduced Red Guardian back. Like that he's been captive in a prison the entire time and he's completely surrounded by other prisoners just arm wrestling getting tattoos killing time what do we see that before in marvel yes um, i forgot who do we see before who was punished for doing his duty you're talking about the end of captain uh, america i'm talking so about Falcon and Winter Soldier, Bradley. Oh, yeah, Bradley. Even though he disobeyed orders, he still was patriotic and did his civic duty, mm -hmm. rescuing his fellow brothers in arms. Mm -hmm. And he gets punished for it. They lock him up. This is what they do here. He did what he was told. He followed orders. He gathered intel. He gets locked and away. He is the first Russian super soldier, or, or the only one that we know of. And you know what? Now that I think about that, I wonder if that's the Captain America he remembers. Because remember, he's asking a Romanoff, does he remember right. me? You know, does he talk right. about me? I think he would know mm -hmm. because... Because he was around during the 1980s and uh, in 1990s, but not during right. World War II. Or uh, where Captain America got frozen and put on ice. Because remember, Captain America was put in ice like in 1940s. So he's been on ice the entire time, where Bradley right. was not. But I'm saying, wouldn't he know? I mean, unless the prisons don't have television. I don't know if they he... had television. I just know that like they kept referring to it. Right. But, okay, here's a little thing. He knows that she is an Avenger. Yeah. He knows who the Avengers are. If, she, if he knows what she, she's part of that group, he would know who is in that group. So if he knows Captain America and if he fought a, Captain, a black Captain America, then he'll know that that white Captain America is not the Captain America that he fought. That's if he so gets maybe, images. Well, I'm saying, like, how would he know about Her. Natasha, right? He had to have some, seen some pictures or again, some intel. Either or, he would know that Captain America was either black or white. It's just a theory. Because I, no, I, I was trying to rationalize how does he think he fought Captain America when Captain America was on ice during that time? No, I understand that. Right. But then I'm saying if he was able to get intel about Natasha, he'll be able to get intel of the other Avengers. Mm -hmm. That's how I'm seeing it. That's fair. You like the prison scene, right? Yeah. When he breaks out, I thought it was fun. And uh, he gets it was entertaining. Yes. He gets entertaining. Let's be honest. They've killed all the prisoners and <laughs> they're survivors. They're stuck. Uh, and, and then anything, he gets into the helicopter. It was just a fun sequence from him kind of having a down moment mm -hmm. realization to he's getting high, he's getting out. Not high like on drugs, but like high of like 
I'm getting free and shootout fight scene sequence to he's back with his daughters. He's like, I want to really live the old days. We are a family again. And then they're like, you want to talk about family? Well, let's talk about that. Do you know what they do to us in the red room? <laughs> and they get very right. graphic about their description. Right, yes. <laughs> and that also let me enjoy Florence's character a little bit more with her dialogue and her, her quips about her sister mm-hmm. and him. So I actually enjoyed all that. But yes, what was your scene? The introduction of Taskmaster. Ooh. I did like that scene when Natasha's, you know, gets hit with an explosive on the bridge. Yeah. And you see the task manager come out. I did quite enjoy that. It was very good in a sense. We see in the way that he can copy moves, even though yeah. we do see it real quick that he's watching or the taskmaster. Well, let, later let, find out it's not a it's not a he, but a she. Exactly. I was gonna that, say, let's just drop that now. Like it's a she. Yeah. <laughs> it's a she, which which I I found a couple things disappointing, but we'll get to that. Not because it's not because she was a was a female. That, you know, they've done that. Yeah, we saw that in the Falcon with the Soldier, where they changed the villain from a male to a female. Mm-hmm. That doesn't bother me. It was other things that bothered me, but mm-hmm. we see a glimpse of the Taskmaster watching fight footage. It was looked like a Hawkeye a video from a security cam or something like that. Yeah. But when the introduction, when they're when he's fighting, or sorry, when she's fighting Black Widow, or Black Widow's fighting Taskmaster, what have you? You see that mirror copying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, knows what's going to happen, anticipating each move. Great introduction of the Taskmaster. Now, the backstory or how they present this Taskmaster, I didn't like. Yeah, it was more machine than man. Well, and and, and that, I didn't like that at all. And there there was a couple of things that I didn't understand about it. Like Taskmaster seemed to be stronger, and well, it was, was robotic. Some... No, they they never said it was robotic. They just said they he put a chip in the back of their skull. But that was it. He didn't say like I replaced like the body or cybernetics. It's just like I put the chip in the in, in, in the right. mind. Also sprinkled the like the mind enhancement thing. Right. Well, you can you can make the body stronger with tweaking the brain. Also, she's wearing more like an exoskeleton. I guess. And that can get bring strength. It was kind of like using Tony Stark tech or Iron Man tech where Mm -hmm. she's looking through the visor and getting all this data, finding out where the package is, if it's a threat or what have you. I didn't really care for that. I was like, you're just taking away of the love or the lore of the taskmaster, what people love. He was a regular guy who had his special ability to copy moves. Correct. He wasn't a mutant. He just had, he was not a mutant. No, he did get uh, down the line. He did get a, uh, uh, like a, form of the super soldier serum that enhances right. innate abilities overall he he was just he had the ability to mm-hmm. duplicate other uh, movements like photographic memory but for body movements finding that out kind of threw threw me off and i was like oh it's like it's not needed you don't have to make that somewhat of a cyborg mm-hmm. it just takes away from that also like there was times where you see like a, a red beam go across the mask. That reminded me of Kit from Knight Rider or the androids from the original Battlestar Galactica. Uh-huh. See that red beam go by and I want to go vroom, 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 vroom. And I guess they're paying homage to it. I'm not sure. Maybe. For me, putting the, I guess, cyborg-esque into the character or using a Tony Stark tech, oh, it's just, 
And it, you, you can tell because it was not her when it was her. Yeah, but that that's where I had the problem. The walking, it was like very manly. It was not, it looked like a man walking. I, you I, know, that's not, the impression you get. But here's, right. here's where I actually had the problem with the Taskmaster. I would have forgiven all that. If at the moment Black Widow is like trying to apologize for essentially blowing her up and mm -hmm. does the antivirus thing on her face, and she's like, You're now free, da 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 da, you know, yada yada yada, you know, you can do what you want. And her instead of her first words are like, I'm free or thank you or whatever she said, uh, I don't know if you remember, she just goes, I was always free, and then continues to fight Black Widow. And uh, she was always taking orders from her father because he never had to control her. She just did what she wanted. Oh, I see what you're saying. They rewrote the script. It sounds like it was more like revenge. Or she was what just, happened. Or she just truly just followed her father's orders. Because let's be honest, there's been villain characters where they followed their father's orders to a letter mm -hmm. without question. And they mm -hmm. didn't need to be programmed. It's just right. how they were raised and, like, and what they believed in too. Trying to win the father's love, you know, am I not good enough kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Or, you know, let her be truly upset at Black Widow because she blew her up. Right. <laughs> Let's be honest. She, like, right. the, she, her life would never, probably never have been that way if she no. didn't blow her up. So if they made her that, that way where she was like, I still blame you and I still want to kill you. Or like, and she just couldn't fight. Because she was mm -hmm. injured or she still wanted to fight and then and she got away, I would have been like, fine. I am happy right. with that because now I have a Taskmaster that I can go back to and be like, this is going to turn out to be a villain. Now, I did have a problem with that ending scene or that, I guess, the conclusion of the battle where she has his guilt for what she did. It just reminded me of Jennifer Garner's Electra. Do you uh, remember that? Okay, that portrayal of Electra was so insulting yeah. of the character of being a badass where, you know, suffers from OCD and she just, you know, wants peace, whatever. It had that little touch. Natasha Romanoff is, is a badass. There's guilt, but she doesn't show it. She just does what she has to do to make things right. Mm -hmm. Like Yelena's portrayal, that's the Black Widow I know. Yeah, that's that was a better portrayal of like having right. to cope with her emotions, using sarcasm, and not wasting words, to the point, yeah, she's you know, hurting and she wants to make things right, but is still like, this is it, we're getting it done, boom, boom. Like we saw a sensitive side of Elena, or we saw it a couple times In at the, the dinner family, table, you know, it, yeah, there during was the family, moments. yeah, there's moments, and when her sister in arms wake up and they come to their aid at the end yeah. even though it was a little too late where she's becoming more she's letting down her guard if you will mm -hmm. maybe that's what natasha did she let down let down her guard a long time ago and you know the avengers and shield was her family so she found her freedom mm. you bring up a good point though and i'm gonna have to cut you off on this one the good point is I remember in Endgame, she's like, you have a family to live for. You have all this to live for. And this mm -hmm. movie, so do you. So why did you, you, like, I understand you want to choose to let Clint go. And for well, now what happens with them? What happens to your past? Like, did you not rekindle that? Did you not redeem yourself? In this so, movie, she did redeem herself 
Right. That's why I have a problem with also consistency of the other films mm -hmm. because in the beginning of the reunion, there's animosity, there's anger. She seemed broken. Right, rightly so. And at the end, they're a family. Maybe they're not as, as close as they should be or could be, but they're a family. The hatred is gone. Forgiveness has happened on Endgame. Hello, you kind of, you threw that part out because, yeah. I mean, it would be different if, say, they died because of the, the air carrier crash and they couldn't, they didn't survive. But that's not the case. They all survived. They still care for each other. They're still a family. Maybe not blood. Exactly. Family. I know. I keep saying I keep thinking of that other franchise. Um, <laughs> oh, I did like, there were some awesome moments there in a sense, comedic. Yes. One of them, and it reminded me of Incredibles. The original trailer for Incredibles is where Mr. Incredible is trying on his old suit or his new suit in actuality because they didn't really show the old suit mm -hmm. where he's trying to put on the suit and he can't. Why? Because he doesn't fit. He's not in shape. And then we see uh, Red Crimson, your future cosplay, I'm telling you, your future cosplay. Let the hair grow again and you'd be right on there, bro. They couldn't fit the suit. And I just liked that the way they did the, ang the camera angles. You know, I just found that hysterical. And how Yelena made fun of the superhero landing. It's not really the superhero landing, it's the Black Widow landing. That was hilarious to me. She's it like, was You're such a awesome. Yes. And then she does it and she's kind of like gets the heebie jeebies. Yeah, see, she tried it. I guess she tried it to like bond with her sister. To see what, what it's all the hype for. I did like that kind of stuff when they made fun of itself. Any other Easter eggs that you catch? Of course, there's plenty, but I just. I mean, besides I the end credit scene. But that's not go there yet. That's okay. not go there yet because it also leads to something else, but that's not go there yet. Did you remember any other Easter eggs? No, I don't remember any other Easter eggs. Okay. I mean, they. I mean, they quoted. Um, there's scenes that and that they refer to from, uh, Winter Soldier and uh, mostly Civil War, that they tie into, like the, the like the like the scene you talk about where he's watching the cutscenes from um the fights between Black Panther mm -hmm. and the uh, Hawkeye and Black Panther. Another one I found that was like a where she's falling. Mm -hmm. She's falling. It kind of remind me of the video game Star Wars Unleashed. When Star Killer is falling down and you gotta move him for he won't crash into debris. Okay. And okay. that's what she's doing. And also the fall, there's a a nod similar to Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire, where he's saving Gwen in the debris falling. Anyway, what's like a little homage there look like between Star Wars Unleashed and Spider-Man 3? It was, it was done well here with the Taskmaster and the Black Widow. Oh, they did mention the Red Crimson, and he goes, it's actually a Red Guardian. No, right, no, was it, was it, no, it wasn't, was it Red Crimson, or was it someone yeah, else? It was, uh, Elena, or Florence's character. Right. Uh, she goes... You always talk about you being the red crimson. He goes, <clears throat> it's actually red. No, no. Crimson Domino. Crimson Domino. Yes. Crimson Domino. That's who it was. Uh, who is and, a Tony Stark villain. And you just see him. Obviously, he's been called that before mm -hmm. or mistaken with that before. So you saw that like it kind of got under his skin. And he just he was also, a, I think, a Russian character, too. Yeah. I, yes, he was. Mm -hmm. I think he was also mentioned or 
tagged in Iron Man 3. I think so. I don't remember that, but either way. And the, the toy that he's pulling, I mean, I've had them when I was young. It was like, it was a little bit, it was a mixture of the old toys and, and the ones. new toys. Because there's no drawstring back, but you hit the chest and he'll, he'll still speak and the Titan toys, Titan toys. See, that's how he's built. Mm -hmm. Where they're kind of like stiff and they has the, the shield and the Captain America goes, I have, I think I have a Captain America Titan toy. But again, you have that pull string. I don't know if you ever had it. I definitely I know did. I had it. When I had you a Pee Wee Herman one. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> but I, again, if anyone listening or watching this video, please comment below on what you saw Easter, egg Easter eggs that we missed. Cause I know there's a lot. Did you have any nitpicks? I know I mentioned it with my major one with Scarlett refusing to do a Russian voice. Do you have any nitpicks besides the taskmaster? The only mm -hmm. other nitpick I really had, because I, yes, it, we sound critical when we're going over these reviews, but yeah, like, that's what it is. honestly, I did enjoy the film. My other nitpick was some of the hand-to-hand -hand fight scenes. Like, the action was there. But when they were doing hand-to-hand, -hand, I actually had some issues with their hand-to-hand. -hand. Like, I didn't mm -hmm. like how the, um, Florence's character was handling with a knife, you know, her knife work. They were still doing the scissor kicks. I did like her takedown after she did a superhero landing. Her takedown was pretty damn smooth. Because mm -hmm. she comes up to a guy jumps on his neck, spins around, goes to the feet and does a spinning sweep kick and he falls back and gets knocked out. I guess that was a sweet move. I mean, go ahead. Okay, so like the fight scene in the apartment between her and Black Widow, it seemed like they were doing it really good and then that moment it was overzealous. Like they were throwing Black Widow across the room. Black Widow's not that strong. Like if they treated that more like born identity like close hand-to-hand -hand compact they're using and they did use they're trying to pull from born identity and i use this reference a lot because it, there are parallels to what they're trying to well, do right right um and they're using stuff around the apartment and try to make it less super i would have been down for that and the, uh, the knife work uh, was my one issue mm -hmm. the other action scenes i loved and like that scene when they introduced Taskmaster for the first time where she's trying to scissor kick him and, she, and he flips and does the scissor. Uh, she, she, she does the scissor kick just as well and does like right. a reversal of it. I was like, fantastic. So was it, is it a scissor kick or was it a, it wasn't a scissor I call kick, it a scissor it kick. Part. It's not, it's like a luchador nah. move from wrestling, right. but it looks like one. <laughs> oh, you hit the legs and you're, you're yeah. scissoring the head. So, I mean, it's not that far off. Right. Exactly. But basically Overall, the action was great. It's just those little, like we said, nitpicks. The hand-to-hand seemed over-stylized to make it look super human almost. Mm -hmm. Like the fight scene between Captain America and Winter Soldier. That hand-to-hand -hand with the knife work, yes, there was some mm -hmm. stylization there, but it was on a next level in comparison right. to what she was doing. You do see that a little bit. They, they try to emulate the Winter Soldier is using the knife and he's... You know, it gets caught with one hand, so he lets it go and grabs with the other to, to continue attacking. And you see that they do do that a couple of times here. It just wasn't as good. I and agree that, with that. And I'm like, stylize it yourself. Don't try to take from that. Mm -hmm. If you, you want to keep it hand-to-hand, -hand, make it something else that could be her own. And because it just doesn't feel the same. 
but like the action scenes, the chase scenes, the shootouts, those were actually all really good. And no, it, was done, it was done well. And I say this because I'm nitpicking that, but overall the action scenes were great, but those little aspects were the things that I had small issues with. To go back to, I guess, Easter eggs, what have you. And we did mention like this film to me reminded me of James Bond. Now the person who played mm -hmm. Taskmaster, excuse me, is Olga Korolenko. And mm -hmm. she was actually in, in a James Bond film, Quantum of Solace. Mm. And she also done a few action films. She's done one called The Courier. You can see it on Am um, Amazon Prime. I believe Gary Oldman is in that. He probably plays That's the big a, bad. He does. So maybe she did do her own stunts, but again, it's kind of hard to believe that in the sense of how Taskmaster is walking is very, very manly. Maybe she learned. Maybe she learned how to do that. Hey, I've, I've seen some females possible. that have a, not to be biased, but it can be almost masculine uh, stride, mm -hmm. which is nothing wrong, but it, you know, there is a stereotype to how men walk. And I have seen women that have that walk. True. Not to say that they don't look feminine. It's just that that's how they walk. Now, also had a problem with certain conveniences they had. The helicopter. It was, it was funny, but I was like, really? The part where they had to go, was it St. Petersburg? Where did they have to go to get the a Melina? Uh, they were, well, they says, were traveling cross country, basically. Right. It says, well, we have enough gas. And, and Yelena says, no, we don't. Oh, we have enough gas. And the helicopter just drops straight down. Flat. Mm -hmm. Seriously? Not like going this way, downward. Well, it was off screen, right? They, they show it landed flat. I think physics will tell us differently. It was hysterical. It was funny. As the helicarrier is falling down and Yelena sacrifices herself to take out the baddie and his and his crew and falls off. Natasha runs after her. There's a parachute just laying there. Not even moving, even though the helicarrier heli is. Mm -hmm. But this isn't. I was like, okay, sure. And just one? I mean, there's one. Why don't there be two? And then she opens the parachute. There's debris falling down, but none of the debris hits that big-ass parachute. I was like, come on. It was like, you're skimming your way, just like a video game. How convenient. Things like that, I just... Oh, when Natasha is fighting the widows, mm -hmm. it's like one-on-one -on -one fights. It's like, okay, I'll attack. Then you, there were some moments where others attack at the same time, but it was pretty much one-on-one -on -one sparring or one-on-one -on -one fighting. Yeah. It would have made like, sense uh, if he said, uh, he's like, I want to, you know, take your time. Well, yeah, he said, he said, kill her. Yeah. He said, kill, you know, but I'm saying if he said that, like, then it would make sense that they're going one at a time, but he didn't. They were just like doing like the classic cliche martial art kung fu movie style, like mm -hmm. we'll dance around in the background. But yeah, right. I agree that, that that can be a. It was a good scene, but it could have been better. Mm -hmm. I did like where we saw her, Natasha, make herself a pawn in order to get intel. True. We saw that in Avengers twice with Loki, and in the, when we first see her in the beginning of Avengers. We also saw it in uh, Winter Soldier. 
Yes, she just, you know, she plays the victim. Also, Easter eggs is the mask, the Mission Impossible mask, but we saw that in Winter Soldier. Yeah. I actually liked that they brought that back. I was like, oh, snap, Melina double-crossed them. And again, it's like a Mission Impossible thing because that's where they got that influence from. Well, oh, one more thing. At the end, when she gets the Quinjet, she says she has to break the guys out of prison. Did I hear that right? Uh, something along those lines. But basically, it was thanks to this guy right over here in our in our screen uh right. he's like see what you can do if you give me time and money right and that's how she gets which answers the question to what happened at the end of civil war end, end civil of civil war. war because there is a cutscene where she does show up with a quinjet and she still has the quinjet for infinity war okay that makes sense now all mm -hmm. right because yeah yeah the agent guy he reminded me of uh microchip from punisher i could see he, that yeah he is the guy they know that if if the punisher needed something Microchip was the guy to, to do it. Mm -hmm. And this agent, he was the guy to do it. Now, before we go, we got to talk about, Great. I think, the best thing of the whole film was the end credit, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> okay, let's go through that. Why? What you thought? I have no idea. Oh, it was the end credits where we saw Yelena going to the grave of Natasha. Mm -hmm. After doing ending. the whistle, she's cleaning the grave. She's, you know, mournful she does the whistle and i thought i was gonna hear a whistle back i actually and thought the same she thing turns you know we get the feeling that natasha's still alive but no who do we have valerie valerie from falcon and winter soldier or excuse me captain america and winter soldier sure and filling the gaps of what is going to happen next and what's going to happen next is the hawkeye solo series they use the movie to tie into a show I thought that was bonkers and awesome at the same time. And I was like, yes. Originally, Feige was like, you technically don't need to watch the shows to enjoy the movies. But this kind of makes you want to watch the shows now. Right. You know, it, 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 sure, Hawkeye could be a standalone story. But mm -hmm. you're going to watch this character and you're like, A, number one, who's this character? It may give a mm -hmm. recap. Or two, you may be like, this is going to make me want to drive that show. Retalking about that end credit scene, I will say this. Thinking back to it, this is not Black Widow's movie. Not in the sense of Scarlett Johansson. This is Black Widow's movie, Florence, over there. You know. Yes, Yelena. No, in the comics, but she's a standalone like Black Widow. Like she was replaced, correct. kind of like James Bond. They're replaced. Like you know, when one 007 is done, dies or retires, whatever, another 007 comes in. But look at it this way. All the flashbacks, except for a few scenes here and there, are really, you can take it at the perspective of Elena remembering her mm -hmm. sister. And that's mm -hmm. why she's at the grave. That's why it's a flashback movie, because it's Elena just recapping, remembering her as a child, remembering getting separated. Her, she's reuniting with her sister because of this situation. Right. and that It's a dual story, right. One Black Widow to another. Like a transitioning of the guard. If that's the case, I do like it. It even makes me like the movie even more. Think about Damn that. It, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. <laughs> but the end credit scene. Seals to deal. It, was, it just made everything right. It just made things more connected in a nice level. Again, we know she has something to do of collecting a team. Yeah. Pre-recruited US agent. She's been working with this black widow mm -hmm. and it's not on the side of 
good, but well, we don't know things for, even. We, we don't know right now if she's on the side of good or bad. We just know but, she's no, ambiguous, right? But I think, but I think she's making things even, like leveling out the playing field. Mm-hmm. That character is awesome. Now, granted, in the comics, Valerie is, is a Shield agent that infiltrated as a Hydra agent, who she's was a, at one time Madame Hydra. She's like a triple but, spy. She worked for Leviathan. She worked for right. Hydra and uh, Shield. Shield. She had her own agenda, and to take down both Shield and Hydra. I would love to see her backstory. I still have a theory that she's working with Ross, General Thunderbolt. Oh, Ross. And- a lot of people are thinking that too, because of U.S. Agent is also part of that team, mm-hmm. and maybe this Black Widow. Again, I don't I haven't followed the Thunderbolts storyline, so I don't really know. Exactly. The Thunderbolts were was his answer to the Avengers. But it was it was kind of like Suicide Squad, where it's the villains. Correct. Who are the good guys here or they're anti-heroes or mercenaries, whatever you want to call it. They weren't strictly heroes. Correct. Which makes sense either way. Still still works. But yes, that when you put that end credit scene, it seals the like because you technically could have finished the movie without the end credit scenes. And I would have been right. fine with it. But mm-hmm. Talking about it makes me enjoy it even more because what it right. does, and then the concept of it that this could be more of a flashback for her, and right. it's more of an origin story for her, mm-hmm. actually puts a twist on the movie that makes me enjoy that more now that I think about it. Definitely. Now, before we go, yes, ratings. Absolutely. You want to go first? Sure. I started off with multi fun. I will upgrade this to clearance. This is okay. Let's get rid of clearance because let's just say ready for purchase, regardless of its clearance or full price. Or should we do clearance? Should we do clearance? Remember, the ready for purchase is I will go and get this right now if it hit the shelf. The clearance is I'll wait until it drops down lower price. If I see it at a low enough price, I will I will purchase it. Otherwise, it you know I'll just watch it whenever I see it on a streaming network or whatever. For me, it is clearance. For me, it's multi-fun. The only reason why, because I have Disney Plus. It's fair. And Disney Plus now does behind-the-scene footage. And I'm a big fan of that. Mm-hmm. Now, if I, if I got rid of Disney Plus, I would purchase it. As a clearance or ready for? Clearance. Clearance are on sale. So I... I'm right. Uh, yeah, Thank on you. sale, on on sale. No, no, no. Yeah, but I'm doing with what is given to me at the moment, and at the moment, it's I have Disney Plus. True. Now, if I didn't, you know, if you ask me down the line, if I and I cancel Disney Plus, oh, my answer will be different. But I will say multi fun because mm-hmm. I can watch this again. And now that you put into perspective that it's not just Natasha's story. It's also Yelena's story. And so we see stories through two people's eyes. Yeah. That's a great way to look at it. And again, it's a transitioning of the guard. So I don't think Scarlett is ever going to come back reprising her role. Yelena has an accent and I love it. Just, it just gives more depth to the character given her backstory. Because remember, when she was a kid, she didn't have an accent. That's why I kind of like that, that she... She held on to her roots, if you will. But either way, those are our ratings. Multifun and yours is for clearance, clearance. right? Or sale. Sale? Clearance, or clearance. sale. 
it's the same it's the same all right guys well that's our review our marvelous review of black widow please make a comment below make sure you hit that subscribe button hit a like and let us know what you think about black widow did you like it did you hate it was it a ready for purchase was it a waste for time for you until next time we'll be the next time i am angel i'm adon this has been tales of two bros